You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Jesse D. I'm with Chirp Radio, and I'm here with Jen of Jen and the Dots. How's it going, Jen? It's going pretty good. How are you? Uh, not bad. I'm still enjoying the last little bits of sunshine today. You've been around in some form or another in the Chicago music scene for quite a while. I think two of your best-known projects were Swimsuit Edition and Beastie. Um, why did you choose to start a band with your name in it as your project instead of continue on in Swimsuit Edition and Beastie? It's really funny you ask that because I don't want a band with my name in it. And I usually like, I just, I don't know, I, I didn't really want that. <laughs> so I think what had happened was Swimsuit Edition broke up and I had been like recording um, kind of solo stuff with Beastie. And then I turned Beastie in a band, into a band when Swimsuit Edition broke up. And then I just kept getting all these random show offers. And I was just in a point in my life where I just wanted to play a lot of shows and I couldn't necessarily play them with Beastie. So I just would kind of recruit friends and be like, who wants to play the show with me? Because it was like friends who like knew my songs and stuff like that. So I would just like play all these songs. And I honestly was like changing the name like every show. <laughs> you know, we were just like change. It was like Jen and the Dweebs or something, you know, like it was just <laughs> all of these different names. And then finally, when I was playing with Olive Mikkel and Raul, who are all good friends of mine, we were just like, let's be a real band. And then we actually went through this process of changing the name to Das Dots. <laughs> and then we were going to release this as Das Dots. And then I I don't know, we just sort of talked about it. And I think that everybody wanted to go back to Jen and the Dots. And I was like, oh, I, hate, I don't like having my name in it. But I think it works for this project. So we just kind of, we stuck with it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it works. Why did you not want to have a project with your name on it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really sure. I can't quite... Uh, figure out why I didn't want to. I just, I don't know. I just didn't want to be like the focus or like the center. I didn't want it to feel like it was like me and these people supporting me because it's like, it really is like a band and it was, I wanted everything to be democratic, but democratically, I guess we decided to keep the name Jen and the Dots. And your four song EP, Jen and the Dots EP came out earlier this month. And it's so far your first and only release under Jen and the Dots. But it seems like these tracks have been in your live performance set list for a while, like it's at least since early 2019. Why choose to release them now? It's funny because I wrote a few of these songs like 10 years ago. So they just kind of were fleshed out. We recorded them about two years ago, or I guess we recorded them that summer. And honestly, I had a lot of personal stuff going on in my life. My dad was really sick and, you know, I was working and I'm writing a book and I'm in grad school and we had this whole year off from the pandemic and we just had the recordings just sitting around. I wanted to release them. I didn't want to, you know, let them not go anywhere. Olive moved to Florida. Um, we're not really a band anymore. Um, I don't know, you know, I, I'm not really sure. Like we're not, we weren't really planning on having a release party because we weren't really a band anymore. So we just 
decided to release them. Was the pandemic a factor in everybody kind of going their own ways, like not being able to practice or play live music or like? Yeah, definitely. And also, since Olive moved to Florida, that's one big thing. I mean, I think my personal schedule kind of factored in a lot because unfortunately, I've just like, I haven't played music with anyone in an entire year at this point. And I, Beastie is still a band too. So it's just like, I just like, haven't been able, you know, I wasn't socializing or anything really. I've been like really quarantined. Yeah. I think the pandemic did factor in, but my personal schedule just got really kind of haywire. So like you mentioned earlier, you haven't been doing music at all over the last year. What was it like to release this EP into kind of a musicless year, not only for you, but the rest of the world too? It's interesting. I mean, I guess I wouldn't say not at all because I do have my guitars. They're hanging behind me and I'll randomly kind of pick them up and play something here and there. For me, it was it was nice to to release it. I mean, I don't I don't know that I know the best ways to release things. So I kind of just was like, oh, it's one of those free band camp days. I'm just going to email people about it and then release it and see what happens. And and what happened? You well, you guys contacted me, so <laughs> We did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's definitely been getting a lot of play at Chirp. With the buzz. We are an army. We are an army. We are an army of what? Well, we are an army. We are an army. We are an army of what? When we were emailing back and forth, I was struck by all the links and titles in your email signature, namely the sci-fi writing link. Will you tell me a little bit about Pop Odyssey with two Ds? Yeah, that's so funny because that was something I started a long, long, long time ago. And then I just like forgot about it and came back to it. (laughs) I started in like 2008 or something like that. So I am a writer. Um, I do that for kind of fun. I'm I'm right I am writing a book right now actually which is nonfiction but I do fiction writing for fun I just do that on my own so I actually publishing I guess I'm still doing it I haven't published one in a while but I'm publishing a newspaper from outer space and it's called Pulp Odyssey and so then there's kind of this multiverse there's all these different earths where you're getting news from and it's a little chaotic and you know I feature comic artists and if anybody wants to submit I've had a few friends submit really bizarre articles to it too I decided to just kind of put a lot of it online during the pandemic because I just I haven't the last one I published was at the end of 2019 um, right before the pandemic hit. And actually one of the last articles I wrote was about a virus overtaking the music scene in a alternate universe. And then this happened and I felt, um, like responsible for it. So, (laughs) (laughs) and you mentioned too, that you were writing a book. Would you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I will talk about it. I am writing a book. I haven't announced it formally, but I guess I'm doing that now. I am writing a book. I'm working with Feral House Publishing, and I'm writing a book on women of early punk of the 70s and 80s, like 75 through 83 is kind of the the years that I'm focusing on in the USA. So I am writing a lot of biographies and interviewing a lot of uh, women of, you know, the original punk movement. Yeah, that's amazing. That's great subject matter. Is that also your focus in grad school too? It's not. <laughs> my oh my brain gosh. Is, my brain is all over the place. I am a, I'm a special education teacher. I am getting my master's in education and I'm getting endorsements in assistive technology and in working toward 
uh, my LBS too. So just more kind of credentials for special education. Okay. So my most pressing question then is when or how do you sleep? I don't know. Um, I don't, (laughs) this, this all kind of happened all at once. Like I got the book offer and I got this scholarship to grad school within like a month of each other. And it was one of those things where I was just like, these are both things I want to do. And I just, I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to take this on. I usually like work, you know, full time during the day. And then I take a break. And then I work on one or the other, either one of my classes or my, uh, my writing. And I try to switch off. I kind of try to feel it out for that day, depending on what I need to do. And I usually am able to get to sleep by like midnight and then, you know, wake up by about 8am. Was your life like this, like juggling lots of different projects and working a lot pre pandemic? Yeah, I've kind of always been like this. Um, I always kind of have made myself like so extra busy. But I did have about two years where I had like, I felt like I had nothing to do. So I'm it's it's really weird. I feel like I'm maybe going to be able to figure out how to relax at some point. But we'll (laughs) but not today. Not today. (laughs) Um, What about that lifestyle is a draw for you? You know, I think that it keeps me like doing something. And so I don't have time to spiral into weird and dark places you know so if you know if I wasn't doing this I'd be working on you know I haven't I haven't been recording songs so like I'd be working on songs or I'd be like working on a fictional you know um universe that I'm working on or something along those lines I just I think that I like to be doing something and have something to focus on because it keeps me sort of safe and healthy (laughs) emotionally I can relate to that I definitely fill up my schedule with lots of things in order to stave off the existential crisis. Yeah, that's, yeah, you summarized it perfectly. One more question, and that's about the opening track on the EP, Greta Garbo. So the opening track on the EP is from the perspective of Mercedes de Acosta, a queer writer who had an affair with golden era Hollywood star Greta Garbo. And I felt like it was a really effective way to tell that story. There's lots of longing in the writing. What about this subject matter inspired you to write the song and then include it on the EP? I it's I'm so glad. I think you might be one of the first people to pick up on that. So I, I appreciate that a lot. Oh, thanks. I actually wrote it as a sonnet when I was a crea- uh, a creative writing student in college in like 2008. <laughs> <laughs> so it was actually just this really embarrassing way for me to mask like my own longing for 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 someone I was in love with and I turned it into that that story and I played it I think on my acoustic guitar and stuff like that when I was in college and then I forgot about it and then it was one of those songs that I came back to later and the band really liked it and I think we changed the chorus a little bit um we we changed the chords the chorus and uh added a riff and got got this version of it so (laughs) yeah I really like it I thought it was a really great way to kick off the EP thank you Oh, 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 oh. She is my 
SCD with Trip Radio. It was really great to talk to you. I really appreciate your time. Thank you for sharing a little bit more about your process and your very busy life. Yeah, for sure. Thanks so much. This has been an artist interview from Trip Radio. You can find more interviews at tripradio.org slash podcasts.